What's poppin' besties? It's time for another episode of Courtney and Nikki. Today we're talking Meg versus Tori again, mask shaming, and let's go ahead and add the five-day work week to the cancel list. Um, sit back with us and enjoy another episode. <music> This is your best friend's best friend's podcast. Come here to find out all the tips and tricks of making it through the chaos of life with your mind, body, and spirit intact. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and welcome to The Courtney and Nikki Show! Hey, Nikki! Hey, Cord! How are you? I am cool, finally. Good. How you doing? Um, but I'm doing good. Just happy to get to the end of the day so I can rest. I'm telling you, I agree, girl. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. You know, so at work, mm-hmm. this is a good thing. We finally have, or I won't say finally because I didn't expect this, and a synchronous learning day where mm-hmm. the kids learn from home mm-hmm. and we have the option to go into the building. So that's kind of tight. That is tight. I'm that's looking mental health. What were you saying? I must say that's a good mental health reset for the middle of the week. Yes, I'm really looking forward to spending the day at home. Even if, you know, it's going to be packed yeah. with virtual events. You know how they do. Yeah, yeah. But at least I can save my gas. Gas is almost $3. First of all, gas is expensive. It's so expensive that we, like, we went ahead and got um, a Sam's Club membership so that, (laughs) so that we can get that gas discount because that gas is expensive. Kroger is high. What is happening? Yeah. Kroger Kroger is high. Kroger is high. Kroger is never high. It's like $2.99, right? Yes. Yeah. $2.99. I was like, this is crazy. What times are we living in? The end times. That's the Does anybody know why gas is so high? If you do, please enlighten me. Yeah, please I mean, go. so Nikki, what are your health goals? Ooh. For this so- week? Lately, or this week, my health goal is to do a keto reset. I have been not eating a on a keto diet for like the past, I'm gonna be honest. I've been off and on for like the past month. Summer has been catching up with me because I've been really feeling my hot girl summer. You know, I've been, you know, I've been looking cute. I worked really hard in the fall and the spring to get really cute and fine and stuff. Went on vacation, was at my cute little body, been at home, you know, cute at the pools. I've been hanging out, but I've also been like enjoying my life. So I need to do a keto reset. Cause you know, you be enjoying your life. You be eating stuff, you be drinking stuff. You be just like enjoying your time. And we had a lot of guests this summer, so we were eating good, going out, or ordering food a lot, and all that stuff, yeah. So, doing a keto reset, and I've been, y'all know, well, yeah, some of y'all know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I hike on every Tuesday and Thursday. 
So I've been trying to either incorporate another hike or, um, or, or like going to the gym. So I've been doing weight training this week and so much so that my arms hurt so bad. I can't lift up anything and it's sore to touch. So as she has on her face. Yes. I'm so sore. I'm so sore. It's, it's like so awesome. Yeah. So that is that good work. That workout soreness be the bomb. I'm very, very happy. And it felt really good to be in the gym, but I was cussing the whole time. I'm, I mean, I just know it. it's, it's my responsibility to, you know, reset. And, you know, I got Charles's birthday is coming up in September. And then we're going on a trip in October. And then you got the holidays and, you know, kind of you're kind of bankrolls after that. So I'm trying to reset myself because I ain't trying to go into, you know, I just need to reset. So it's been nice. It's been fun. I've been enjoying it. All right. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you, I, uh, it's different being back stuck in a room with 20, 21 different people. So I do feel like I kind of absorb all of their energy just from interacting with them. And it's so much, I feel like I feel so much chaotic energy being in my classroom all day. So I really have been working on like my mental health and de-stressing and really relaxing when I get home. One thing that I have been doing, I will say this, y'all, I have been wearing my crystals to work. I have my obsidian, which if anybody knows, obsidian is supposed to be a protective stone. And so I've been doing my obsidian. I also think that it transfers that negative energy. It sucks it in, absorbs it, and makes it into positive energy as well. So that's another reason why I like it. So I've definitely been trying to do that. My garnet, um, I have some nice pretty rings. I have some opalite. So that's one thing that I've just been trying to do with the energy. But when it comes to my mental health and relaxing, I've been going ahead and sinking into a good book. I've been reading a lot of really good books, you guys. Um, one book I'll represent, or I one book I'll recommend is that I just finished reading. It's called The Family Upstairs. It's about this girl who all of a sudden on her birthday, she finds out she inherits this big house. Mm. And so the reason that she she was adopted. And so when she gets this house, you all, she also realizes that her family actually was involved in this mysterious death where her parents were murdered in the house with a couple of other people and there were children in the house and the children in the house went missing. They disappeared. And so the story actually went back and forth from her because she's trying to find out. She gets the opportunity to find out the truth about her family and her birth parents. Mm -hmm. And things begin to happen. It's called the family upstairs. So it's also, you know, some weird stuff happening at the house when she inherits it. She's hearing weird sounds and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's also flipping back and forth between 
a ch the child's experience in the house mm -hmm. and then an adult who was connected to the house so y'all it's really really good um but yeah nikki i've been trying to read some good books yeah that sounds really in order to just yeah get my mind off of everything else yeah fun all right, so let's go ahead and move on to the pop culture segment. Um, actually, let me give me a pause really quickly. All right, everybody, so we're going to go into our pop culture section of the episode. And we are first going to start with Toy Story Lanes and his obsession with Megan Thee Stallion, the, you know, the queen herself. If y'all don't know, I'm a stand for Meg. Um, slight stand, not no like real stand. I'm too grown to be a real stand. But um, what what's his what's his deal with her court? Like I I know that they had a you know I know the history with the shooting and him and all that and the restraining order. But what's the what's the update on it? Okay, so the update is a judge had raised Tory Lanez bail um, after he violated a protective order that she has against him. So apparently. Tory Lanez violated the protective order when he was within a hundred yards of her at the Rolling Loud concert. Mm. So get this, y'all know she performed there. And you know, he performed with the baby. Mm. So they said he was within a hundred yards of Meg when he joined the baby on stage, number one. Number two, they also said that Tory Lanez and the baby tried to rush the stage during her performance. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Can you imagine a bunch of little celebrity rappers <laughs> trying to run, bum rush the stage and violate this protective order? Like, well, tiny that sounds like, sound like some real ghetto hood. But what average common folk drama? What reason would they have to storm the stage? Like, I I'm confused. And where's the video? I need to see the I need to see the video because well, so they said it's not a video of them rushing the stage. That's just what came out in the article oh. that was released. There's but no they said they no, it ain't happened. They raised his bail to 200. The thing is, they raised his bail too. Yeah. So I don't, you know, so it's got to be some evidence that it happened. It's 200,000, you said? 250,000. 250, and they said if he violated again, then he's going to be reprimanded and held in custody. Mm. He's a weirdo. Like, he's, a, he's an actual weirdo. Like, I don't understand why like you know he's known for being like a ladies man so i don't understand why people like why women give him so much time of their day like people like dudes like that they he he's always been like this he's always been you know super duper um like just an asshole <laughs> overall so i don't understand how people Ugh, and I'm not saying that's Megan's problem. I'm not saying that's what happened with Megan. I'm just thinking about how he's just so he's he's still that relevant. He's still that relevant to where people are still booking with him. Women are still, you know, doing what they do. It's it, it's weird. 
Because he is not anything to look at. Well, I'm sure even if he get in some play, he really not, he's not getting that much play. Because he really, they used to play his song on the radio all the time. Yeah. Now, he haven't dropped any new music that's really passing this hot. Okay, so he did a feature with the baby very recently. But yeah. I haven't really heard that out being played nowhere. And I listen to mainstream stuff. So and you listen to the radio too. Yep. So I'm not really hearing. I hear some Tory lines, but no actuality. I definitely think this has he's hurting because yeah. he looks like he's starved for attention. Mm. You know, he's out here got a beef with Cassidy, commenting, trolling on everybody page. But to violate her protective order, it's like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to intimidate her? Yeah. That's kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Because he is risking his freedom, too. Yeah. It's like, you're not even thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. Ouch. Bye. I guess we'll see. I guess, yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, it also reminds me of the baby. I know we didn't talk about him last episode, but we don't have to give him too much light. But another guy where, you know, just you can put your foot in your mouth or you just keep putting yourself in situations where you just don't need to be. And like people could like you, but you you really messing it up right now. But. Um, OK, so I this next topic about this Atlanta rapper, which I need to find his name. I need to find his name, but I followed this Instagram page called Atlanta Uncensored, ATL Uncensored, and it really just shows like a bunch of ratchet or local, uh, local and uh, ratchet Atlanta music. I mean, news. And um, most recently, they shared a video, and some of it's like kind of it's like BLM related too. So. This most recent one I saw was about this rapper by the name of Paper Love, an Atlanta rapper. Looks quite young. Um, He got into a police chase in Sandy Springs about four days ago. So what's what's today? Tuesday. So on Saturday, Sandy Springs. And he was driving a BMW i8. And when you watch the video, he like gets out of the car and he throws his hands up. I'm about to, I'm watching it right now. Like, like he did something good. He threw, what did he? And then this cop tackles him down. And then another cop pushes that cop down. It's just so extra. And I'm just like, is this like a scene on freaking, like, is this on cops? Like, this is so wild. And I just don't understand. Like, and I went to go look at his Instagram and. I'm looking at his Instagram right now. Like, first of all, does he have tea? Second of all, like, he's telling people to pay him to listen to their music. Like, this guy is such a, he's such who is this never ever so my thing is okay him and these braids you couldn't get the rest of your hair lined up okay the point is what i'm making is him along with all these other young rappers and i included um soldier boy in this although he's not a younger he's not a part of these young rappers not their age but people who act like that like they just 
something is wired differently in them. And I don't know if it's like some type of conversion thing they do for these gangs or this, and words of Courtney, like, you know, this Illuminati stuff, like, you know, being initiated into these certain type of like circles. Um, what's the other dude with the rainbow hair? Like he, they all just do really weird stuff to me. And I just don't get... What's the dude with the diamond in his forehead? Like Uzi, a little Uzi vert, like like, weird well, shit Uzi. like that. Like oh, and you thinking that Takashi six nine? Takashi six oh, nine. Wait. You got a little pump. They're it's all just weird rapper. I'm gonna tell you though. I think that they're all on drugs. That's what I keep saying, and I could be wrong. But just think about it. You have all this money. You're a part of this industry that you know i mean you performing all the time it drains you you yeah. have to take stuff to pep you up legal drugs and illegal drugs i think that they be on a whole lot of stuff and i think it really messed with their brains that lean that lean isn't good for you either yeah. i think you know and they start off so young yeah like soldier boy seems like he's stuck at the age where he got yes yeah where he got famous like he can't get past it and he's just this like little boy in this grown man. Well, he is still small, but this grown man's, you know, world. So it's really yeah. wild to me. I just really yeah. hope, I mean, I don't even have any hope because it's like what's gonna happen is gonna happen for these guys. But it's just it's it's really it's kind of mind-blowing at times. Like y'all are willing to just throw all these shit away. And some of these girls be loving it. These girls be loving it. These little girls be like, oh my God, you know, the one who'll be getting all the cards and stuff from the other dude and he'd be buying her it's just it's like oh, okay it's they'd like, be loving it they'd be loving it i did want to hear paper love he got a song coming out called ratchet mm-hmm. oh wow it just makes me wonder people like that like you getting money like that but then you know how do you deal with all that legal trouble yeah it may just honestly they just not that cute honestly but yeah um so Next, I don't know why I did that ghetto slap. So, what's this? Oh, <laughs> Courtney Wild. So, y'all, Courtney saw the. Did you see this? Your first today was your first day seeing this video, the Wild Side. Oh, so, so here's the thing. I heard all the talk about Wild Side first. Of course, I seen the clips. Um, but then I seen that people were like, you know, that she wasn't invited to perform at the VMAs, yeah. and they this little campaign i don't know what it was called hashtag they were advocating for normani to perform at the vmas that's what the people were asking for mm-hmm. and so you know of course that happened right after the video drop all i seen was the super super extra super porny clips with her and cardi b i'm tired of the, the sex 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 saturate in the markets yeah. but so i kind of counted it out mm-hmm. you know i'm like oh that's just gonna be too much but finally y'all yes 
I watch the video. I do like to watch music videos. And actually, I see why she got all the hype she got. Yeah. Normani was jamming. That girl, she really can dance. The VMAs, if they don't invite her to perform, they're playing themselves. Yeah. Because she killed it with motivation at the last one. So, yeah. That's all I had to say about it. Get it, girl. If you haven't seen the video, watch it. I mean, you're not lying. Like, she's, she definitely, I don't get it either why people sleep on her. But you know what? Like, they'll learn soon enough. The people asking for it. So yeah. that's all I had to say. Okay. Um. So, uh, okay. So I watch, I, I whatever. So I like to watch Love & Hip Hop. I've, I've always watched the franchises from like back in the day. It's always been a thing of mine. I did take a big break in the, for a while. I forgot how long, at least for like two seasons, I think. But I caught up like with the reunions and stuff. So now mostly everybody who was in New York has got like, most of them have gone to Atlanta and Atlanta has been kind of merged. Atlanta and New York have been merged. So Atlanta has been on. And a lot of the things that I have been noticing with this season is one, I love, 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 love that they're actually playing music from the artists that are on the show. And I don't remember, and you can correct me if I'm wrong or somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but they like before they would be playing music from other people that weren't on the show. They would, you know, use that in like transitions and clips and stuff. But I love that they've been using the actual artists that they're featuring on the show, featuring their music. That's been great. I love that they've been doing a lot of like, you know, not political, but just like things that matter. We talk about things that matter. If it's not stuff that's like directly related to like BLM, it could be related to just like being black, period, like how people deal with their kids and like how Jock is like dealing with his family. Like I feel like Love and Hip Hop has gained some substance a little bit this season. And um and I'm really enjoying like usually it's kind of rough. I will say Safari and and Erica Mena are kind of like they're they complicate it, but I just think that he's kind of going through what a lot of men go through where they say they want to get married and want a family and all that, but they don't realize the amount of work that actually goes into doing that. Like we just don't have kids. And then you're just looking, then it's just photo ops. It's like, there's things that happen in between, you know, them being born in life, like and things happening, like there's things that happen between those things. So you know, there's real life and then there's being, there's like your Instagram life. So, or like just the life that you want to portray to everybody else or what you think, you know, is supposed to look like. So just the point I'm making is that Love and Hip Hop has been really good. Um, I'm a little concerned about the relationship between Yandy's, Mendeecees, Yandy and Mendeecees, but mostly like Mendeecees and uh, the daughter, the little girl that she adopted. I forgot her name. Serenity or something, I forgot her name. Mm-hmm. But not for anything crazy, but just like he's not as accepting of her as I thought that he would be. Um, and and I know that she he she made that decision to adopt her while he was away, but there's a part of me that is like, why would you not be? He's very resistant. And the girl is saying, like, you know, I'm not ready. They're trying to put her out, trying to put her in her own apartment, make her live on her own. 
get a job, pay her own bills and like just throw her into real world. And she's like, I don't feel like I'm ready. I'm only 18. Like I need more time. I want to be around my family. Like this is not the time for me to be like pushed off to the side. And it's a pandemic going on. So he was just very like, you know, no, you're going to get an apartment. We're going to pay your first two months of rent and you're going to get a job and figure the rest out on your own. So he just gonna come out of jail and then put her out. Yeah, basically. Because I'm sure, I'm sure he was talking to Yandy and aware of the fact that she was gonna adopt her. So yeah. that's strange. Yeah. Well, she also the little girl also did do. She acted out like most teenagers do. She had a public. Yeah. She had a public out out like outlash, and they felt what is I don't remember what I don't know what it was exactly. They just kind of referenced it, and I didn't go look for it. But basically, she probably she the, they're alluding to the fact that she got on there and she was just being disrespectful with her words, with her mouth. She didn't like do something. She just was like reckless with her tongue. So or throwing shade or something like that in comments, something like that with words. So, you know, Yandy felt hurt and he felt disrespected. And he was like, he probably was like, yeah, they go another reason for me not to have her in the house. But right. I don't know. Yeah, girl. So, yeah, yeah. So the other thing, Courtney, have you ever seen Real Housewives of Potomac? Yeah, I have. Okay. See, I don't watch this. I don't watch Real Housewives regularly or Married to Medicine regularly or, you know, anything like that. Oh, Bravo shows. You talking about? I've seen it enough where I know the characters. I see some of the stuff in social media. So I've seen some episodes. What's happening? Okay, so Giselle is, first of all, she's dating, well, she claims she's still in a relationship with that pastor who had a baby on her. Basically, he a dog. She with this man who'd been cheating on her publicly, openly, has had kids on her in the past year. Everybody knows that her daddy even said it on camera, didn't even know he was mic'd up. Didn't know he was mic'd up and he said it. And she is like ignoring it. So um, instead, she's stirring everybody else's pot. She's, she's fucking with everybody else. And every time it comes back to her, she wants to be like, oh, what are you guys talking about? You know, it's not me. And, and, and we're not talking about my business and just all these things, like just, you know, just being, just really not being accountable for all what's really going on in her life. But on the flip side of that, you got Wendy, who her first season, which was last season, she presented herself as like Wendy, the CNN correspondent and the professor and like, you know, the professional, like she was looking like a church lady. This season, honey, she got her mommy makeover done. She got her tits done. She got her booty done and she has been coming in looking like Tatiana. Okay. She's looking like Wendy. She is not to play with. And people are upset by her transition into her like there. She's like, they're they're just they hate hating on her. They hating on her. And um it's actually really interesting to watch. It's really interesting to watch her go through this and if it's really true if she's being really truthful to the reason why she said it which is was which was 
Um, she had all those kids and she really just lost herself, lost her body. And she wanted to just do something for herself. Like she was very happy with it. And her husband was very supportive. And I was like, okay, if that's the real reason why then boom. I, I mean, I'm, that sounds good to me, but the alleged reason or what Giselle's alluding to is that Wendy did oh. all that because her husband, because there's a rumor that her husband had an affair or has another chick out there. Now I don't see anybody going to get elective surgery based on a rumor not a rumor maybe if it was proven to be true and this was like something you did after the fact but like no not a rumor so I think Wendy I think it is the kid thing like she's a new mom oh she's a new mom of like fourth her third child and um not a new mom she's a just just a third child and you know, she's trying to get her life back. But the point is, like I say again with these shows, they're getting their substance back. And I think they're worth watching. People have been trying to write them off, but they're entertainment TV. And like, you know, y'all can sit there and watch Wild and Out and all those other shows and all them weird, not weird, but some, Wild of, and Harry, some of the Tyler Perry shows are whack. Like David makes and yeah. acting is so kind of, it's don't, it doesn't really be hitting like that. So I like to watch my little ratchet TV every now and then. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with watching some ratchet TV. It sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. And the the ain't nobody just going under the knife because, like you said, of a rumor. Yeah. That's probably really still something she wanted to do. And there's nothing wrong with it. If you're mm-hmm. brave enough to go under the knife and get all that stuff fixed and endure that recovery. Yeah. Do you, especially if you can afford it. As yeah. long as she feels good about it. Yeah. I'm glad to hear, though, that love and hip-hop has come a long way. I respect Mona Scott. Yeah. Even if some of that stuff is messy, they put a lot of people on. Yeah, they do put a lot of people on. And a lot of the music I actually like. One of my bops of the week is a girl that's on the show. And this ep- this week, this week's episode, they featured that song. And I heard it last week so I was like that's so tight like you know I'm actually being able to like I'm listening to the music already and watching them like seeing the people that's behind the music is really really cool so I like it even Jocelyn got a banger now oh my gosh Jocelyn do it like it's my every day hey do it like it's my every day (laughs) do it like it's my every day (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that much yeah, we can move on. <clears throat> yeah, so okay. all right, y'all. So we got a new little segment called Outdated Practices, where we're gonna sit here and we're gonna talk about some things that we're like, okay, that's so outdated. We need to do something different with it. That's something that needs to be changed. So first thing is, y'all, let's go ahead and cancel. The five-day work week. Who came up with that? You work five days a week and you get two weekend, two days for a weekend? That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Why are we still doing that? So I did some research, y'all. I've seen a couple that said it started from a couple of two sources. One source that it said it came from was our boy. Henry Ford, isn't that his name? Hmm. Yep, 
Henry Ford, he started it off first, y'all, because he came up with it five days working 40 hours a week. Because he knew that that meant eight hours of labor, eight hours of recreation or chill time, and eight hours of rest. So he felt like that would encourage people to start vacationing on the weekends, spending money, and trying to spend money driving his cars, right? So mm -hmm. if you think about it, 40 hours you working or out of eight hours a day you working. The other eight hours you chilling, doing recreational stuff. So you're spending money to go to the movies, play your video games, yeah. um, go on vacation. So then it says the eight hour rest, the other eight hours, then, you know, you're basically spending your whole day spending money, making money for somebody else and spending money. So that's where this stuff came from. So it's not cool. However, they did say it's a lot of research that actually says, you know, it supports the idea that we need to get rid of the eight-hour weekday. So they say if we work less hours, we will be more productive. This is like research-based. Yeah. There are a lot of health benefits to it. They, they Wow, they actually said that people who work a lot more than 11 hours a day, they're more likely to develop depression and heart disease. Yeah. So a shorter work week would mean better health. Of course, your mental health would be a lot better. It says that a shorter work week would help with sleep issues, obesity, and even strengthen the immune system. Yeah. Interesting. We got to get rid of that, y'all. What do you think would be the right amount of work time? You asking me or you asking the, the besties? I'm asking both of y'all. Well, I think um, the short amount of work time should be however much time you need to work. Like, I like the idea of, like, if I have a set amount of, like, things to get done and do, like, I just give myself there's no like set window to it because it may not take me a super long time to do a certain on one day like Mondays are super slow for me and I don't have much work to do so like my work time it can be really short like it's not that much but then by Thursday you know I'll probably be working I'll be on the computer for a lot longer so it's like it depends and I feel like it should just be flexible um but oh. But as far as like, if you're talking about like a. Yeah, you have to think about the average employee who like, let's say you're working for somebody. I was about to say that if I'm thinking about like a nine to five or something like that, then. A four day work week sounds good. I would have been happy with a four day work week. Four days will be straight. I'm like, give me three days. <laughs> yeah. Really, if you think about it, why are we sitting here working so hard? Yeah, for what? 
making money for somebody else. And what are we really getting out of it? Chump change. We got to pay $3 a gallon in gas, but y'all aren't paying me more money. So we have inflation, but y'all aren't even matching it with my pay. Yeah. It's crazy. Why am I working so much? Y'all are treating me like a slave. That's really what it is. So, all right, y'all. So we don't have a, um, we're doing what would you do this week? So this is the scenario, right? Or this is just the question. So how do y'all feel about sleeping in a separate room than your partner? Um, just what are your thoughts on it? That's the question. Um, uh, it gotta be a good excuse for why we're sleeping in different rooms. I don't really like that. So just uh, I guess uh, some a lot of people in here are talking about um and guys this is a this was a I, I got this from you know one of my little Facebook groups I'm a whole bunch of them but I thought it was really interesting so a lot of people are saying like they enjoy sleeping in separate rooms um especially when people have different work schedules um some people are saying like so they sleep in different homes like they got they're married but they live in two different houses um wow yeah wow yeah oh my god one lady said he's one lady said her husband is a night roamer and prefers to have the TV on all night, and so they can't sleep in the same room. Somebody says their family husband snores. Like, what are your thoughts, Courtney? Is it just like can you can you put up with anything? Is there is there is there no is there nothing that you know would be too much? I feel like you have you got to do what you got to do for. You got to do what you got to do. Now, it's for two different houses, but I'm like, really? It's that bad? That's kind of strange. That's some Versace Y'all really stuff. got it like that. Was that Donatella you, Versace? Because, because I will say this. Uh, I like being around my boo. Yeah. And quality time is one of my love languages. Yeah. So I would love to spend time with you. I don't care if you are up while I'm sleeping and you're watching TV or anything like that. I like that you are, you know, you want to be around me. me. Yeah. But yeah, you, and I'm also a deep sleeper too. So I can go to sleep through anything. I'm not really disturbed. I can see if I was a light sleeper or really irritable. Yeah. Um, It's gotta be a good excuse for why we're sleeping in different rooms. Same, same. I, um, Nothing really, that doesn't really, I don't think I could sleep in separate rooms. Like that just, that's weird to me. I don't, not even the separate bed thing. It was just like, no, Mm -mm. yeah, no. So, you know, for this week for our series topic, I wanted to quickly, I don't even want to have to, I'm not trying to put too much, too much negative energy into not too much, too much energy into this negative topic. Um, but I want to talk about this viral clip that's been going around about this white family that adopted this black girl and they were out at like, let's say a Costco type of store. And the black girl is telling everybody around her, like, they're not feeding me. They abused me. Like she's begging for help in the store and no one's helping her except for this one lady who records the family and every all the kids are eating except for the black girl and then the white people the white parents are just standing beside like outside next to the kids and like being super you know just dismissive and just you know being hateful 
And basically it was reported, but the cops saw no foul play. They saw nothing wrong with the situation and there was no type of consequences that was put against his family. And now the girl has gone not missing, but like nobody has like basically, you know, she kind of, they'll know where she is. They'll know where this family is anymore. And so I know, I don't want to sound terrible. And I understand that adoption is there for a reason. And I understand that not a lot of black kids get adopted. So like, it's like, oh, well, does, it doesn't matter who adopts the kid, black kids as long as the kids get adopted. Yeah, but not when it comes to one, first of all, you don't adopt. I don't like the word adopt. I, you, they pay for these children. They pay sometimes tens of thousands of dollars for these kids. I know, I think I, I know someone in particular, they paid like $30,000 and it was a white baby. And they say the white, you know, whatever, you know, black kids, or black babies are cheaper. So the fact that there are people out here dropping cash for, for bait to adopt kids, to take on a whole human being and then to mistreat them the way that they do. These are children we're talking about. The other, there was a, a lesbian couple who adopted like four or five black kids or just kids in general, but I know some black kids in there too. And they killed them all, her tortured and killed them all. Oh like gosh. what is up with y'all adopting these? What's the point? Somebody tell me the point. What are you trying That's to prove? These are children. Yeah. And you make other people look bad too, because you have people who do adopt out of rice or they just adopt kids, period. Yeah. We have adopted children in our family and, you know, no issues, nothing, nothing like that. So it's really disheartening. It's actually devastating. I'm really sad to hear about that because who knows what abuse this girl has gone through mm-hmm. and how this girl has been tortured mm-hmm. at the hands of these people. And that does make me wonder, like, you have to really vet out, I think, agencies should really vet out these parents especially when they are adopting outer race especially yeah. white people be just off the strength of the the fact that america is a racist and you very well could have somebody trying to adopt some black kids to be their little slaves or something we yeah. don't know but if y'all that they don't let everybody adopt I think it's harder for black people to adopt. It is harder for black people to adopt and it's even harder for same sex couples to adopt. So that's why we thinking like that lesbian couple, bro. Like, I'm sorry. How? How? Unless like you said, you know, they bought the kids. Well, all of them are buying them. Nobody is just getting kids out here for free unless it's like a, oh yeah. A super close donation or something. A non-donation oh, adoption, yeah. open adoption or something like that. But people are paying I'm for the like some babies. black market, like oh like, hey, I know somebody who got a baby more so than going through an agency. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I yeah. would expect the agency to vet them, but you know, they might not. Mm, yeah. But that's all. I mean, that's I mean, that's I I just it's just one of those things. Oh, and it was another no no no. <laughs> that's the audacity. But yeah, that was it. I just that's just, uh. so where did that happen? And no updates on the little girl and the family. The whole family just disappeared. Um there's no updates, but I have been trying to let me see if I can go back. 
and find it. I was trying to find it again. But, you know, these pages have been getting taken down. Like, people put out this news and be putting out this stuff about these people. Like, that type of story where this family has got this kid that are abusing her and stuff. And then sometimes it just goes away. Like, yes, it gets taken down and gets reported. Or it's like, we, for us, report for people who are on, you know, the side that we are on, they're reporting it saying, like, you know, this is really wrong. We need to reprimand these people. And then there are people trying to cover it up and this stuff just gets taken down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's down. Uh, that's creepy, man. We live in a creepy world. I don't trust anything. Yeah. What's, okay, up, with well, these, what's up with this crate challenge? Oh my gosh, the crate challenge. Strange. It's so odd. I don't know. Another weird trend, like what the ice water challenge. But this looks like it would hurt. This looks like it would hurt. So if you fall, some stuff just is too too. I can't get caught up in all of that stuff. No shame to anybody who's doing the crate challenge. Seems kind of fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So, guys, so next we want to talk about our audacity of the week. And y'all know that it's usually, usually about like either men or white people in my case. But today I want to talk about uh, these masks wearers these public mask wearers right so most of these stores have say like you have to wear your mask regardless of your vaccination status but there's nobody out there no more checking to make sure that you have a mask on there's no rope anywhere anymore that (laughs) separates the maskless from the mask like there's no like it's the restrictions have been pulled all the way back but this one thing that people have to abide by they can't seem to get it right and I told Courtney last week or so I don't know if it's the rule follower in me but like the innate (laughs) rule follower in me but these people who wear these masks below their mouth like on their chin it drives me fucking insane it drives me insane because I do not understand why you took the effort of taking a perfectly good mask to put it on your chin what are you protecting who are you protecting do you know the difference between your chin and your mouth like there's a couple of things here that you need to like discuss because I just don't understand why we're in stores. And like, if you're just not going to wear it, don't wear it. <laughs> like, just don't wear it. But it's so <laughs> irritating. It's irritating to me to see people with their mask on their chin. It's irritating. And look, I'm sitting here like, um, you know, they got to wear it to get through the door. And then why not just wear it on your chin? Just in case you do have the mask fully out there like. Where's your mask? You can is just it, cover it up real quick. Honestly, honestly, is wearing a mask really that difficult? It's it's yeah. not. It's not. It's not. First of all, 
know the right masks to wear. Like I get like if this they say it's hard to breathe or talk, just because you need to wear the correct mask so it's, you're not sucking in the air. One, those masks don't protect you from anything. And two, you can't breathe and talk properly. So wear the correct mask, wear the mask correctly. In this, you're not going to be wearing the mask for, for most people unless you're working. So let's take out the fact that people who are in schools or healthcare and who has to wear it for a long period of time. But every an average person, if you're just going to run a quick errand, you're wearing it for like no more than 30 minutes. Getting a break in your car while you're driving somewhere. So like, just wear the mask correctly. Please just do it. <laughs> the audacity of people. Follower. It's the real follower in me, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, Corey. So we have, we, we said, I said we were going to be under an hour. I think we're a little bit over that due to some breaks and stuff. But we are getting close to. So we're going to get ready to end it with the bop, y'all. Yeah, the end of the episode. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I'm over here talking out slow. We are getting close. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Courtney has the bop of the week. It's a it's a so banger. Of course, we had to give it to Normani um, with the wild side. That song is popping, especially on that Aaliyah one in the million beat featuring Cardi B. Don't forget about my girl Cardi B. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, oh yeah. <laughs> Courtney, don't be shy. She on that mug. Yeah, I like her. I told y'all some of the some of the sex stuff. I just be like too much. So some people who be explicit, explicit. They I just give them a hard time. That's all. Yeah, yeah. It's a hot song though. All right, all right, guys. That is it for this week. (laughs) Do it again, Nikki. I think it was a lot. Okay. All right, guys, that is it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You already know what to do. Check the show notes for everything we've been talking about. You know, follow us on all of our IG platforms and share or um, save our follow our play. Follow our playlist on Spotify, the Cordy and Nikki show. And obviously, like us everywhere. You can find a podcast. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, best friends. Thanks for listening to the Courtney and Nikki show. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other best friends like you find our show. If you want to connect with us outside of the show, follow us on Instagram at the Courtney and Nikki show. Talk to you soon.